Prologue The wind howled outside the comfortable home of Albert and Beverly Ryan. It was the week before Christmas, and their two young boys, Teddy and Mark, were looking forward to their Sunday school class performing in a Christmas pageant that stormy Sunday morning. Look at the snow, boys, said their mother. I don't think Daddy will be able to drive through the snow. We don't want to get stuck in a snowbank, do we? We'll be fine, Bev, said Al. I had the snow tires put on this week. The boys have talked about the pageant all week. We can't disappoint them. Beverly recognized many of the cars in the parking lot when Al pulled the car into an empty spot in the lot. Most were parents of the children in the Sunday school class. Beverly was happy they came. The stage was set for the show. Reverend Barker planned a short sermon for the day because of the weather and because he didn't want the children to become restless before their performance. Beverly and Al sat in their usual pew in the second row of the church. After the choir led the congregation in song, prayers were offered, and Mr. Kelso read verses from the Bible in his monotone voice, it was time for the pageant to begin. Mrs. Hanson, the Sunday school teacher, held her daughter's baby doll in her arms. She walked toward the cradle and was heard saying in an agitated, booming voice, Whose baby is this? She frightened the sleeping infant, and the little baby began to cry. The children were giggling, and Mrs. Hanson was sure Butch Smithfield was the instigator of the prank. I'm sorry, Reverend Barker. I don't know where this baby came from, but I wish his mother would come up here and take him away. She glared toward the audience. Mrs. Hanson, this little beauty is wrapped in a pink blanket. She's a little girl. The minister bent to pick the baby up in his arms, and she stopped crying. She was a tiny thing. He wasn't an expert on babies, but he guessed she was only a few days old. Whose baby is this? he asked. I'd say she needs her mama. When no one answered, Beverly Ryan stood up and said, I'll watch over her, Reverend Barker. She walked to the sanctuary, and when she took the baby in her arms, her heart skipped a beat. The pageant went on without a hitch. Five-year-old Teddy had four lines to say, and after practicing all week, his performance was flawless. Mark only had one word, but he stood proudly and spoke his one-word line. Beverly worked as a nurse before she and Al started their family. She had seen many newborns in her time at the hospital, and guessed the baby was no more than a week old. Where is the child's mother? Beverly, I'll have to call the authorities. I don't know who abandoned this baby, but I don't think they'll be coming back for her. I understand, Reverend. I would like to take her home if you think that would be all right. I'm sure the little girl is hungry. Al will stop at the drugstore after he drives us home. He'll buy formula, bottles, and diapers, and anything else she needs. I don't know if the sheriff will agree, but you are my first choice to take care of this baby. I'll call him and explain the situation. We can't leave her here in the church. She's better off with you. Sheriff Cooper's reaction was exactly as the Reverend predicted. After calming him down with his gentle voice, the Sheriff finally agreed that the baby being with Beverly Ryan was the best choice. I'll have to report this to social services in Hillsboro. I hear they are sticklers about following the law. Amos, 
I have faith you will convince them the infant is safe with the Ryans, the Reverend said while looking to the heavens. Weeks went by and the baby's mother didn't come forward. The social worker from Hillsborough visited the Ryan family once a week. She was a caring person and knew little Molly was well cared for. The Ryans were named as her foster parents and chose the name Molly. Al knew his wife's heart would be ripped out if Molly's mother showed up wanting her back. He knew how she would feel, because he would feel that way too. Time passed quickly. Molly was still living at the only home she'd ever known two years later. They adopted the toddler, knowing they might have to give her up if the birth parents returned for her. Beverly and Al were honest with Molly when she was old enough to learn the truth. "'That's all right, Mom and Dad,' she said. "'I think my real mom wanted you to have me.' Her birth family was seldom mentioned again, and through the years most of the town had forgotten that Molly Ryan had been left in a cradle at the church the week before Christmas.' 